This is the Business Marketing and Finance Podcast. The podcast for all your business marketing and financial needs. Get insight from experienced professionals as they delve deep into their passions and share their knowledge each week with your host, Daryl James. Like to follow or learn more? You know what to do. Hit that subscribe button now. Welcome everyone, this is this week's BMF podcast. This is our Ask an Expert session. I'm your host, Daryl James. I'm here today with Reverend Errol Lawson, best-selling author, motivational speaker, influencing his audience to step beyond their current limitations for the past 20 years. Welcome Errol to the Business Marketing and Finance Podcast. Hey Daryl, thank you for having me. Great to be with you today, man. Fantastic, man. Now Errol, I know you're a busy man and you know we've just come off from a workshop that you've been doing upstairs, you yeah. know, very motivational, seeing the young kids that you was encouraging. Um, I seen their faces change when you was giving them words of wisdom and encouragement. You know, can you tell us a little bit about your, your journey and what it's like being growing up and how you made your turning point to who you are today? Wow, yeah, well, it's amazing time just now upstairs with the young people. Uh, I'm so passionate about speaking to, engaging with, empowering young people. Partly because I guess as my in my journey myself, you know, I had a challenging upbringing, you could say. Um, you know, I, I came from a single parent family. Uh-huh. Um, you know, wrong crowd, wrong friends, mm-hmm. going down the wrong pathway, homeless at age 16. Mm-hmm. And, and no one thought I'd make it, you know, but mm-hmm. by the grace of God, some yeah. great people came into my life, happened to turn my life around. So I try to be that person now for every other young person that we work with. Yeah, oh, that you sounds know. really good, man. How long have you been working with young people at the moment? Um, well, this company we're in now is called Emerge Leadership. We started in 2010, so we're having mm-hmm. our 10th birthday next year. Mm-hmm. But before that, did a lot of youth work, um, working with young people in the community, mm-hmm. working with, um, I had a record label, oh, well, a nice. production company, yeah. um, I ran a football team, you know, yeah. so many different things, you know, working yeah. with youth in the community. Yeah, and that sounds good, man. So working with the youth and I suppose being a positive mentor to them. Yeah. Now, what would you say it would mean to you to be a quality mentor in, to the, in this day and age? Well, I mean, to be, able, to be a good mentor, you've got to be able to tell your personal story mm-hmm. well. And understand the power in your own personal story. Yeah, uh, mentorship is all about connection. Mm-hmm. And what I see a lot of the times in mentors, we have like seventeen mentors that work with us now in our company. Yeah, um, and we do our training with them, and we try to get across to them that um, the way you can engage and connect with somebody who's perhaps you know uh, trying to be where you are in life is to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. and be willing to share those parts of your life that are not so pretty not yeah. so uh, you know clean and, and uh, you beat the rough the rough parts and the scars and yeah. and in that way you can really engage and connect with people on a, on a real human level and bring them up from where they are to where they want to be exactly. sounds, sounds mm-hmm. good man mm-hmm. so what type of programs do you currently provide for young people and, and what made you put on these particular programs it's really evolution really yeah. um, you know business is my passion and it's always been a journey I mean I've been in ministry full time um, I was a youth pastor full time in a church in Aston yeah. before I started the business and I always wanted to be able to make a living doing what I loved and so now interestingly mm-hmm. I, I coach and train got a coaching group for um, business owners who are trying to um, make an income and an impact through coaching speaking consulting yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's my passion really and so 
I realized that I could tell my story in a powerful way. I did that through my first book, Post Call to the Globe. Mm -hmm. And then from that, leveraging that, um, a business was born. Yeah. And so now we um, coach, train and mentor 20,000 plus individuals wow. um, around the UK every year. Yeah. Um, we've got programs, one's called From the Post Call to the Globe, title yeah. of my book. It's a mentoring program we run in schools. Yeah. Another one called From Boys to Men. Another one called Fearless for Girls. Mm -hmm. Another one called Get That P, Entrepreneurship Program for young people. And mm -hmm. uh, we just launched one recently called Treasure um, in partnership with a church that I lead in Harborn in Birmingham. It's Treasure's a program, mentoring program for kids from the community. Mm -hmm. So um, I just recognize that, you know what? Um, mentoring works and it's possible to build a business model around it. That sounds good, man. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned your first book, uh, Post Call to the Globe. Yeah. How old was you when you first wrote the book and what inspired you to actually you know, mm -hmm. start writing? Well, interestingly, I went to an event that a friend of mine ran um, called How to Become a Key Person of Influence. Okay. And um, I was uh, I was trying to build a business and, and Dan, my friend Daniel Priestley, who, ran, who runs Key Person of Influence. Um, I've read his book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I've read his book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it on audio book as well, actually. For yeah, yeah. yeah, great, great book. Highly recommend it. Mm -hmm. um, Help me to understand the power of publishing content. Mm -hmm. And so that was in 2010. And... Um, just going to that one event in London, it's like a one day event that he put on, yeah. was enough for me to understand what I need to do and to write a book. And so I wrote the book in, in two years. The first one took me two years to write. Yeah, yeah. And um, Post Call to the Globe was born. Yeah. And um, it's just been the, the, one of the best things that I've done, you know, actually getting a book written. Yeah. Can't yeah. recommend it highly enough. And could you tell the audience how many books you've actually written so far? Well, three completed, two of them are Amazon bestsellers, yeah. um, and then two more on the way as well. Nice, nice. And what differences you see, have you seen your books make in people's lives? Oh, so many stories. I mean, yeah. even, even just now, you've seen the kids are just coming out to sign their books for them. Yeah, yeah. I've been in so many different places where people just come up to me, ran up to me and said, Errol, and pulled my book out of their bag yeah. like an old, raggedy, torn, yeah. like well copy read. of my book, <laughs> well-read copy yeah. of it. And they just gasp by, you know, they're blown away by the fact that, you know, I'm in the same room as them because yeah. the book has changed their life. Yeah. I've got emails from around the world from people the book has changed their life and it's just those things that make you know that it's worthwhile I'm not present with them but my book is with them yeah, on the yeah, train yeah. on the bus on the beach yeah. in the car in their headphones you know and it's just impacting their lives you know so yeah. it's just a blessing to be able to do that that's so good man mm -hmm. so many of the audience you know they, they aspire to be writers and authors yeah. and, and put out their own books and things like yeah. that so what would you say would be um, the um, how do you overcome barriers to writing a book yeah I mean, first of all, like you've got to know that um, it's it, you've got to have a reason why, yeah? There's yeah. no point just writing a book for, for, for the sake of writing a book. Like when you get a why, mm -hmm. like for anything else in life, when you've got an intrinsic reason, motivation, you'll find a way to get the thing done. You won't make excuses, you'll find a way to get it done. Very true. That's the first thing. So get really clear about why you want to do it. Mm -hmm. And then you, you gotta you got to know, like it's so much said about writing books, you know? Like, mm -hmm. um, so... I say to people, to my to my clients all the time, like if you want to position yourself as a go-to person mm -hmm. in your industry, in your niche, in your field, mm -hmm. a book can help you do that. Mm -hmm. A book says to your audience or prospective clients that you are an expert, mm -hmm. you are a, sure. a, an influencer in that space, you yeah. are worth listening to, yeah. you've taken the time and the effort, you put the time into even going through the process of writing your ideas and your mm -hmm. thoughts down mm -hmm. and sharing them in the world, with, mm -hmm. with the world. 
world. Um, the best book in the world is not one you'll read, it's one that you'll write yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're contemplating it, know that if your, your book will position you as a business card. Uh, my book, I say, my book is my business development manager. Yeah. It goes where I can't go. It has yeah. conversations with, with prospective clients that I can't have. Sure. It goes into rooms I can't get into. It develops my business for me in ways that I can't imagine. And so, if you're thinking about building a business um, or, or going into a certain niche or industry or market, then a book can really help you do that. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. You know, mm. Speaking as an author myself, I found that you always find, I suppose, testimonials and feedback that you wasn't expecting from people from the, the strangest places. Mm. Um, I remember being in different countries and, and hearing people give me feedback on stuff that they've read and things like that. But just going on in terms of um, how you actually put out a book, Errol, mm. would you say the best way is self-publishing or to get a publisher? That's um, a question that actually comes up quite a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there is no best way. There's a way that I think that suits you for the stage you're at mm-hmm. and where you're at in your entrepreneurial journey and what you want, to, what your book to achieve for you. Mm-hmm. So publishing, the, the, the old traditional um, publishing route works for those like if you're a celebrity you got a big following yeah you got a big um a list or big audience yeah and um, publishers will snap your hand off because you can do the marketing legwork for them mm. they may give you an advance to help you go and do that and it works right yeah then you got your hybrid model your hybrid model says that well i'm going to use a, a publisher or a company that i'll pay them um a few thousand pounds um, to look at my manuscript, to edit it, format it, do my book cover, yeah. and assist with the marketing and, pro- and promotion mm-hmm. and for a fee that I pay to get my book into different places. Yeah. That can take away the legwork from you for doing those things yourself sure. uh, and, and, ha- and maybe speed, speed it up for you maybe even as well. It's a helpful way to do it. And then there's a self-publishing route as well, which is where you basically, you write the book and you do all your artwork, you get or you pay for your artwork to get it done by freelancers, mm-hmm. um, your, your cover, your artwork, your your, your formatting, yeah. your marketing, your press releases, you get it all on yourself. Uh, and, and there are different benefits and pros and cons to each route. If you do the um, the publishing or the hybrid route, you'll have to pay for your books mm. from your publisher. Mm. They may charge you like 60% of the cost of the books, say for example. Mm. So if your books are £10, you pay them £6 yeah. to buy your books back. But with the self-publishing route, you can get your own books printed for one fifty, two pounds, say. Mm-hmm. Sell those for ten pounds. You're making a bigger profit if you're selling them. Yeah. If you're a speaker like me, you're selling your books at the back of the room when you're speaking. That's where you're making money, or you're giving them away as a marketing tool. But I, we we got a phrase that um, my friend Dan always says, you know, tile the floor with your books wherever you go. Give your books away. <laughs> tile the floor with the books. You know, it's a good so, saying. We yeah. give a lot of books away. Yeah. And you can't do that really with a traditional publisher yeah uh, it would be very expensive to do that I should say yeah no, that's very true I mean you mm. spoke about um, a little bit about marketing and, mm. and things how what is the best way you found to market your book if you're self-publishing mm. um, the best way to market is speaking mm. hands down mm. and the best marketing you can do for, uh, for for your book is to speak I think so you gotta if you're not a speaker now mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta become one all right mm-hmm. you're your destiny, your goals necessitate that you learn how to speak confidently mm-hmm. in public, mm-hmm. um, to hold a crowd, to hold an audience, to communicate your ideas with, with, with clarity. Yeah. And, and in that way, opportunities come, you can present your book, you can sell your book, you can move your book along, move your ideas along. 
I think the best way hands down is speaking. Is speaking. Yeah. And if somebody's, um, I suppose, not used to speaking or yeah. they might be shy, is there a, a course or is there somebody they, they can go to? I mean, obviously, it will depend on um, yeah. what country they're in. Yeah. However, you know, what yeah, is the best way to, to get to like, become a good speaker? I, I joined Toastmasters. Well, I didn't join, I visited Toastmasters a couple of times. Then I joined the Professional Speakers Association. Yeah. And I started my journey, the PSAs and, and, and international. Um, and then as what well, part of that is the Global Speakers Federation, which is international arm, I guess, if you like as well. Yeah. Um, so I was in that for a few years and that got me meeting different speakers, going to different events and understanding, you know, stagemanship, yeah. the art of speaking, the art of um, even pitching from the stage, even so many things I learned from being in a PSA. So I recommend the Professional mm-hmm. um, Speakers Association. Fantastic, man. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So if you could tell yourself, your younger self, mm-hmm. um, anything, what would it be? Mm-hmm. So Errol asks, you know, you can meet Errol at when he was 15 years old. What would you, you know, tell him what was to come and what he could actually deliver and who he could actually, you know, be? What would you tell him? I would have, I would have, I mean, firstly, I wouldn't change anything because I wouldn't be where I am now if I'm not had the experience that I had at 15 years old. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and learn from those. Mm-hmm. But if I was speaking to a room of 15 year olds today, yeah. I share with them what I shared today with the kids. Say, I say, number one, choose the right friends. Mm-hmm. Like your, your, your friendship circle is everything. Like get around those people that you might think now are weird or, you know, the, the, um, the, the buffs or the, they like playing chess or they're into some kind of stuff you're not into. Like get to know those kids as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I say get around the right friends. I say number two, um, take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how bad things are right now, like if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Mm-hmm. Um, own it. Like take one hundred percent responsibility for your actions, your choices, mm-hmm. the, the way your life is right now. Mm-hmm. Number three, I'd say be courageous. Like get out of your comfort zone, try new things, mm-hmm. take risks. Like go to new places, meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't follow the status quo. Mm-hmm. And then I say set goals, set big goals, scary goals, you know, goals that scare you, goals that will blow your mind, things that you think are impossible, you know, just yeah. get set goals, write goals down and read, read, read biographies of people who are established, successful mm-hmm. in things that you're interested in. Like go and read some biographies of successful people. Yeah, that sounds good, man. That's a really positive words. Mm-hmm. So what, what would you say is the, is the vision of Aero Lawson? What can the audience expect from you in the next three years well so so much going on I'm doing a masters right now oh, nice. um, so I'll have that finished by then um, I will have grown our business um, to another level um, so there are financial goals in our business that we're working towards right now mm-hmm. there are impact goals in terms of lives you want to reach an impact mm-hmm. um, there are goals for our church we're starting a church we've started a church in Birmingham and so we're going to grow and develop that mm-hmm. um, and then just in terms of our business like we're just reaching more people we're, yeah. we're, we're coaching more coaching clients we're reaching more young people in more schools and colleges and universities around the UK mm-hmm. um uh, you may meet, you may see me in the next three years venture into the political space potentially, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm making an impact in that space as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's all about progress. It's all about impact. It's all about growth. It's all about making a difference and making our lives count. Yeah. So you mentioned um, Daniel Priestley mm-hmm. not too long ago. Yes. Um, and Good he guy. wrote a book called um, like, I think he's on his second or third book now actually. But um, he's on he's on three major main ones. Is it um, yeah. key person of influence? The other ones. 
Yeah, that's that's the that's the signature piece. You got yeah. over oversubscribed and yes. then twenty four assets. I've actually just started listening to oversubscribed when I was coming back from uh, Morocco in February. Yeah, yeah, it started to be a good book. Um, so, what would you say um, a key person of influence means to you? Well, a key person of influence is really someone that's ready to, ready to, to, to step above, to step out of the crowd, um, put their head above the parapet, put themselves out there and convince the world that their ideas are worth investing in, worth buying into, you know. Um, so in every industry, there are key people of influence in every, every industry. Um, so they've learned how to pitch their ideas clearly mm. and with power and clarity that, that brings on board investment or team or partners. Yeah. They're, they've able, they're able to build a profile, a significant profile that again says to the world, this person is worth listening to. They're the key person of influence. Yeah. They've, uh, they've published great content, whether that's through books or papers or podcasts or, um, you know, online content, blog content. They've published powerful content. Mm -hmm. They've um, created great partnerships. Mm -hmm. So they've, they've, they've created partnerships in their industry or outside their industry that have helped them to, to establish themselves. Yeah. And then they've got great products out there that actually change lives and make a difference in the world and add great value to humanity. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a really good list. Man. So Aero, man, yeah. I thank you for your time. But you know, before you go, mm -hmm. you just tell people where they can reach you, where they can learn more about what you do, the, mm -hmm. the impact that you're having at the moment and things. Mm -hmm. I think this, this, this podcast is a great, great platform and a great idea. And I hope that people will, will, will hear like, and what you're doing, Daryl, and, and see what's going out, what you're putting out in the world, and know that like this is it, guys. This is the time now. Like through um, through the internet, through technology, through social media, like it's a level playing field. Yeah. Regardless of yeah. your background, regardless of your skin color, yeah. regardless of your academic achievements and accomplishments, like it's a level playing field. Yeah. Like it's up to you now. Like if it's meant to be, it's up to you. Like whatever it is you're dreaming of doing, stop dreaming, start doing. Yeah. Start yeah. making it happen. Yeah. make a difference in the world change lives mm -hmm. go out there make an impact mm -hmm. God bless you man God bless yeah, you man. thanks man yeah. any any website links that you want to talk about sure yeah so um, our main website is called emerge-leadership.com so www.emerge-leadership.com yeah. the podcast is called the Rising Generation Leadership Podcast it's on iTunes on Stitcher yeah. um, online um, my personal one is called errollawson.com mm -hmm. go check them out man yeah man that sounds Twitter good. Instagram yeah. Facebook all yeah. that yeah, definitely connect with Errol, man, as much as you can and learn from him and learn from the things that he's doing in the community and the things that he's doing and impacting you on people's lives. I, myself, have been your host, Daryl James. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Be sure to tune in next week and also click on our website, businessmarketingfinance.com. See you guys soon. This is the Business Marketing and Finance Podcast. The podcast for all your business marketing and financial needs. Get insight from experienced professionals as they delve deep into their passions and share their knowledge each week with your host, Daryl James. Like to follow or learn more? You know what to do. Hit that subscribe button now.